Hi, welcome back to Spider's Web. I'm so glad you're in my company because I'm about to celebrate my birthday. I love my birthday. It's October 14th, but I usually start celebrating somewhere in early September and I go right up till just before Thanksgiving. That way I don't want to, you know, interfere with another holiday. But I do love celebrating. And this year on my birthday, I'm actually doing a concert on October 15th in Chicago at Piano Forte, which is a wonderful state-of-the-art venue. And I'll be with my fabulous pianist, Mr. Jeremy Kahn. And we're doing all Gershwin. Uh, Now, Gershwin is not only very special to me musically and personally, but he also is another Libra. His birthday is September 26th. So it's kind of appropriate that I'm celebrating with Gershwin. And now Gershwin is such a a part of my musical life. Uh, I not only have loved that music all my life, but it was a very important part of my career. Uh, I did Gershwin for the Gershwin Centennial, which began in 1996 to celebrate Ira Gershwin's birthday and went right through 1998 to celebrate George's 100th birthday. So because of this, it led to my doing a lot of Gershwin performances. It became not only a jazz concert, it became a symphony concert, and it also became a CD that is still out till this day. It's still available called The Memory of All That. The way you wear your hat The way you sip your tea The memory of all that No, no, I can't take that away from me The way your smile just be I've always been fascinated by the story of George Gershwin. He came from such a poor family on the Lower East Side. They had four kids, the oldest being his brother Ira, who was very quiet and shy and very smart. And George was the second in line, and he was sort of a a wild kid that was out getting in trouble, and he was big and athletic and very outspoken. And even though they were a poor family... The family thought it was very important to have music lessons. It it is what was done at that time. And when George was very young, he was about 12 or 13 years old, he came home one day and there were men with pulleys bringing a piano up to the third floor where they were taking it through a window. And Ira Gershwin was in the corner shivering in his boots because he did not want to take piano lessons. And legend has it, George came upstairs in his roller skates and said, Wow, a piano! Sat down and played an entire piece. And they said, Sorry, Ira, George is the one that's going to get the piano lessons. Well, Ira just wiped his brow and said, Whew!
So one of the reasons that Gershwin became so prominent in my career is because I had something very serendipitous that happened in the early 90s. I was still living in New York, and uh, my musical partner, Ricky Ritzel, and I were performing in clubs, and through a lot of complicated circumstances, we were able to meet and love Leopold Godofsky III, who is the nephew of George Gershwin. So he he's a wonderful man, incredibly generous. He loved what we were doing musically and consequently asked us to sing at his mother's 85th birthday party in New York, his mother being Frankie Gershwin, yes, George Gershwin's baby sister. Frankie Gershwin was an incredibly wonderful, candid, lovely woman, and she had been a singer in the 20s. So when I first got to know Frankie, I I asked her, I said, Frankie, I, I understand that you were a singer in the in the 20s. She says, yes, I was, dear. And I said, well, now you made your debut in Paris, right? Oh, yes, I did. So somebody really famous produced that, Frankie. I, I can't remember who it was. And she said, no, coward. No, that other one, Cole Porter. Well, then I said, I, I heard that George played for you on opening night. She said, yes, he did, but then he left. I guess he had better things to do. So Frankie was quite candid and lovely. And when I opened the Gershwin concert in New York City, she not only attended, but she introduced me on stage and came up and sang in a red lace dress. She was incredible, and I was thrilled to know her. And she did hail her brother George, as her big brother, the genius. So George Gershwin became a superstar at a very young age. Uh, He was a famous songwriter. He was an incredible personality. Women were crazy about him. He was over six feet tall and athletic and handsome and witty and the life of the party. And everywhere he went, he was popular and people were hanging all over him. that George was the life of the party, he also broke a lot of hearts. He had relationships with a lot of women, some of them very famous, including Ginger Rogers and Paulette Goddard while she was still married to Charlie Chaplin. And uh, the big love of his life was Kay Swift, who was a brilliant songwriter in her own right. She was married while she was having an affair with him. It seemed to be sort of an 
open marriage of sorts, and it went on for years. And uh, he moved away to Hollywood, and Kay really thought it was over. She even got divorced and hoped that it would return. And um, she wrote a song that was very, very significant in her relationship to George. But George just kept right on working and working, creating multiple symphony pieces, full music scores for films, Broadway shows, popular music, and would influence music forever. And then died at a very young age. Suddenly he died of a brain tumor, which totally shocked the world. Uh, This was in 1937, when he was 39 years old. But he left behind him a legacy of beauty and joy and energy. And this is just a brief tribute to my birthday buddy, George. Have fun, and I'll see you next time. Now... Maybe I'll hear you? No, I guess you'll hear me.